0: This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text this show on 81215. I love it when you do that. You can follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. I also like that. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Perhaps
1: best of all. Okay. <laughs> Let's open with a query from the outside world. Okay. From Gary Armstrong. What are the chances of you coming to Abu Dhabi, Frank? Um, I don't know. Where is it?
0: (laughs) It's one of those places I only hear about in the context of Manchester City. I know (laughs) nothing else about it.
1: We've also had a lot of people, Fran Robo being one of them, loved you on the one show tonight. You seem to have a story about everything.
0: Yes, that is and true. The- <laughs> that is the advantage of, of being senior. In I could the year. listen
1: to you all day.
0: <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Um, that's not from my partner, Cat.
1: <laughs> oh, Justin <laughs> Gillam says, "I'm sorry, but that was the best episode of the One Show there's ever been." Don't be sorry, Justin. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Frank. He's added in the One Show, so that's handy for you. Oh yeah, it is good. You'll get asked back. I mean,
0: I felt it was one of those nights I was a little bit crowbarry. <laughs> oh yeah. You know when the questions aren't quite good enough, and you have to you have to move the answers a, li- a bit of a distance away from them.
2: <laughs> I thought
0: I've got some good answers here. If you're not going to answer ask the the right questions, I'm going to do them anyway. So it was one Don't of them. Don't alienate those. them. No, no, I love them. I really. I, I Alex Jones is one of my favourite television. I could tell you a story about her being very, very kind to a young girl that I know, but I won't go into it. But she's a lovely woman. And Ronan, the only man ever to wave to me on stage when I arrived at a gig. <laughs> uh, oh yeah! What a guy. But it was great, and uh James Corden, of course, was on the big screen. I made the point that I've done a few chat shows of late with some people who are on the big screen.
1: oh nice,
0: and I find they tend to put the the, the what you we might call the top end celebrities on the big screen because their management don't want to risk them in the studio, whereas my manager's probably thinking well it Get him in there, this could save me an awkward conversation somewhere down the line when I, when I drop him. So, yeah, you're always sitting there with these great stars ten times bigger than you are on the screen. You think, all right, I get it. And I get the point. I also miss the, the satellite delays of yesteryear. Do you
1: remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah.
0: You'd say, so how's it going in New York today? And there was a terrible wait. Oh.
1: And we were all so accepting and tolerant of it. Yeah. Now, yeah. it will be off.
0: Still, it was. Uh, I like the one. It's a very pleasant experience, the one show. I must say. That's good.
1: No, you should yeah. put that on a uh, little Google review. Do you think Yeah, yeah I am. Sure a very
0: pleasant experience. TripAdvisor. I wonder Skin. if one show have got a TripAdvisor. Do you think when they named the one show that the BBC were anticipating it being so popular there would be a two show which was on BBC (laughs) Two and was a little bit more edgy than the one show and then they never quite got the momentum? Yeah, it's oh, a shame. I wonder if that's... Cause I know what,
1: they were going to do a four show where they all on BBC Four. Yeah, yeah they'll talk basi- about
0: poetry and smoke. Well, basically, they'd have a lot of old Top of the Pops uh, <laughs> on that's basically what BBC Four used to be. People talking about poetry. Yeah. Now it's mainly Top of the Pops, which is fine. Yeah. I, I tell you something about BBC Four. We don't really plug TV shows no. that we aren't anything to do with. No. But there is a Delia Derbyshire. Um, documentary on BBC Four Sunday night about the woman who at least partly devised. Siete- you with me? Yeah. Doctor Who theme, BBC yeah. Radio Workshop, Radiophonic <laughs> Workshop. It'll be great.
1: <laughs> Al, you've gone very quiet. You're not going to be tuning into the, the... Delia Derbyshire documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I was All the days out
2: whether or not that was the doctor who theme June or not. <laughs> no no it was
0: sorry I, I can't do it as well as the BBC Radiophonic workshop. I don't know the equipment I've got here. the
2: production values has it.
0: I've <laughs> got this there's probably there's so many buttons and switches around me. I mean doing this show is like sitting in a 747. I mean, most of them, it's like my car dashboard, I probably know what three of them do, (laughs) and the rest are
1: just strangely
0: symboled things. What about when the
1: cup of coffee comes up? Have you ever had that on your car? No. Oh, I have a cup of coffee on mine. What does that That mean? mean? I (laughs) think, all right, Al, calm down. (laughs) I believe it means it it might be time for you to, to have a stop. Have a motorway wow. stop. And this car wow. senses that you're driving. You
2: know, you know there's people listening to this whose cars don't have cup holders, let alone
0: reminders. People who, do you remember the thing when I learned to drive, where you were supposed to put a pint of beer on your bonnet, and if you could change gear without it spilling, then you'd got a nice smooth gear change in action. Wow. It's
1: lovely to encourage a pint of beer on the bonnet. Yeah, well, (laughs) most most most
0: drivers add a pint of beer with them, so they might as well put it on the bonnet.
2: (laughs) Frank on Absolute Radio.
0: We were just uh, reminiscing about the choke on a car (laughs) and how to use it. Any younger people, this thing just trust me on it. Yeah. It's the thing that you pulled out or pushed in. Like, if there's any organists listening, you'll get a, a sense mm. of it. is um, the so one on there? Well, they pull out the stops, don't they? That's their thing. Oh. Yeah. So is that uh, where the
2: phrase comes I from? I believe
0: so. Yeah. Oh,
1: they don't great. drive the younger people, don't they? No. Can
0: well, no. they? But no. I think they do.
1: No, I think there's a record um, low in people taking their driving test. Apparently. Because they, they take the, you know they have the bike and the you know, they're very environmentally skateboard of it. course <laughs> oh
2: yeah the, the pogo skateboard. stick the electric scooter thing and is.
1: those yeah.
0: middle aged men you see on those little children's scooters going around
1: well oh, what do you yeah. make of
0: them I think they're fine fine <laughs> people. Did you watch The Brits this week?
1: I'm still getting over the way somebody, you said five.
0: Did somebody arrive on a scooter? No. <laughs> the Brits. I don't think they did. I can't remember. Somebody arrived on a no. tube train, I think.
1: We've Didn't had they? someone yeah. in touch re-the Brits, though. Oh, yeah. uh, It's Matthew, who says, following Frank's who-knew moment after he discovered Little Mix the other year... Oh, yeah. I just wondered if Frank had watched the Brits this week and did he have a Who New moment this year? Very fine work on the One Show, by the way. The The owls were cute, but Frank had better lines.
0: Well, there were owls. I'll tell you what they did to me on the One Show, in case you didn't see. At the end, they read out uh, about five or six viewers' texts about things they'd liked on the show, (laughs) which didn't include me. It included a bit of footage of owls in bright daylight, which must have been the BBC saying, the bloke must have said they're they're nocturnal. Just get it, we we can't film at night. Can you just get them out?
2: Um, isn't that a bit like when people are kept awake by enemy it, armies? Yeah, like, it was <laughs> deprivation, torture of elves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they must have looked terrible. So these owls, they must very puffy. Elves in bright
0: daylight. I mean, that can't be right, can so it?
1: Peter String fellow in bright daylight.
0: You know what it's like with these camera crews. Yeah, the thing is, we can't hang around all day, mate. Mm. So, anyway, so they read out these texts at the end saying, oh, I love James Corden, he's brilliant. Oh, now, weren't those, you know, I love the wildlife, nothing. And I said to them, I, if I'd have been hosting the show, I would have made one up <laughs> about me. I, I was the only person there. It was only me and them, everyone else was on video.
1: Did the owls turn up in person? Even no. The, the Even owls the owls got... manager arranged for them. There
0: was, a, I think there was a stoat or something in the same footage. <laughs> and uh, they yeah. got uh, they got praise. You know, big op for the stoat, <laughs> nothing for me. I would have made oh. that op personally. You know, it's all about the word guest is the key. You're being treated
2: special. <laughs> so anyway. I watched the
0: Brits, um, which had, which featured, which I, I think uh, almost. Now, already legendary version of "It's a Sin" um, by uh, Sir Elton John, whose version was. <laughs> I think he had one of those, you know, those clamps people <laughs> have on their teeth to stop them eating. I think he's working in one of them at the moment. <laughs> But Ollie Alexander did the main lead vocal. It was the guy from the, uh, the drama yes. It's a Sin. He sings oh, yeah. like a boyd. He sings like a boy. <laughs> I didn't even know he was a singer. But yes, he was, he was in a terrific.
1: band, wasn't he? But okay. there is a
0: problem mm. I have with It's a Sin. Mm. It's that, you know the bit that goes... <laughs> I always go, baby, I love you. And, oh. and it absolutely leads you into the Barry Manilow. Yes. Oh, has
1: anyone done a nice little remix of that? Oh, I
0: don't great. know, but if there's anyone out there who knows the buttons, you can have that one on me. <laughs> 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 Is he drowned He's drowning! drowning! <laughs> he's drowning, get someone out and the <laughs> Oh, God. Skinner. On Absolute radio. We, on this radio show, were given letters a few months ago. Not mm-hmm. lettuce, letters, mm. um, saying that we're key workers. Yeah, oh, no. I'm very yeah. proud of it. If you're a broadcaster, apparently, it's a bit. It's a, there's an element of Good Morning Vietnam. You know, we're we're, <laughs> we're again in the war zone, still broadcasting. And um, I noticed that the Brits, that the audience, he said, was it's all key workers tonight. And I thought, oh, really? <laughs> Fine. Um, I don't. I don't think I got the. Uh, <sighs> Right, for yeah. heaven's sake. Come I think on. it was NHS, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just NHS. I'm, I, oh, look, I I'm not begrudging the NHS, but, you know, there must have been the odd single seat. I even, they always say that. There's always a single seat empty somewhere. But you can't go on your own. I'd have gone on my own, That with the NHS. Imagine sitting there going, <laughs> I've had this thing in my shoulder. Any ideas?
1: No, you'd be going, there, going, hello, Frank Skinner, key worker. Can you let me through, please? Um, Key
0: worker! (laughs) (laughs) It's a good job there were some nurses in the audience for Elton.
1: (laughs) How did he look, Elton? Did he have one of his nice Versace Jacketos? He
2: looked good. He wore no shell suit. Sans shell, he was. He was? Well, I suppose in lockdown, he's been wearing tracksuits all the time, so it's nice to get dressed up. He's
1: had enough of them, Al. It, no, he, yeah.
0: I thought he looked pretty good, actually. He's, he looked like one of those, you know, those sort of older American stars who sort of age gracefully. Something Mine. I think that the piano is better for an older man than the guitar. Yeah. Sitting down, you know, someone to lean on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he worked well on that. And, uh, of course, he, he's next to Ollie Alexander, who looks like he weighs seven stone and he's in tremendous shape and sings like a boy... So it was a tremendous... uh, I tell you what, it was a night very... I've never seen so many collaborations. It was a collab fest.
1: Was it? Who else did they have? Oh,
0: it was always... You know, there were always people like Tyro Z... And um, oh yeah, an MC mingle. They're always they're all called uh-huh. stuff like I don't know.
2: MC Not mingle's in a lot of collaborations. Yeah,
0: he's he's good. MC mingle. He um, very gregarious. It's a real social butterfly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah, um, and MC's actually his initials. he's like H Samuel. It's like yeah, Martin, it Martin, <laughs> Martin, Christopher Mingle, but Martin Mingle. He thought did, it didn't. People didn't take him seriously in the uh, in the Grime world. So we went for MC. I
1: love that Mingle Martin.
0: But I love that. <laughs> Martin Mingle now. With who? No, you guys. Not an option. Not an option in the Grime uh, universe. No. Yes. <laughs> but um, good luck to him If he's actually fictional why am I wishing him good luck when I just <laughs> made him up <laughs>
2: it's like Let's being him.
0: God think of them and you have got to start being nice to them straight away Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio i as you know I've spoken before on this show about I am absolutely gobsmacked by any collaboration that anyone has got the courage to go up to someone and say do you fancy doing this thing together
1: Yeah, but I know, but that's because it didn't go so well when you wrote to Alan Bennett. No. Well, he was nice,
0: Alan Mm. Bennett, but.
1: Well, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah, I asked him
0: if you wanted to write. Me and him should write a play together. You wrote to him? Yeah, this was like 25 years ago when I was, you know. And I don't know if I was quite right for. I don't know if we'd really work well together.
1: What
0: did he say? He he sent a lovely letter about I'm not a very good collaborator, I think was what he said.
1: Or so cool. oh, was that, from
0: Maurice Chevalier <laughs> um, <laughs> to the Nuremberg committee? I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, it uh, it fell through the Skinner-Bennett <laughs> play, which
2: is fair. Oh, no, yeah. no, but I just... It fell you, at the first hurdle, actually, if you think about it. But Al,
0: have you ever approached another comedian and said, why don't we do something together? Have you ever, have mm. you ever tried um, that?
2: Th- I think Nando's is probably the most I've ever approached another comedian for. Shall we go for lunch? Oh We're yeah, even that. See, time. I can't even do that from fear of rejection.
1: Very, very proud, <laughs> very proud animal, the comic.
0: Yeah, but I, mm. imagine I, I, as the example I always use is the Wimbledon singles. Somebody went up to yeah. Martina Navratilova and said, "What about me and you being a doubles team?"
1: What? Well, what about you and David Badil? Who asked who? Do you remember how the collab... Did it I mean, you've been in one of the most famous. Exactly. You've been in a very I famous think, collab. I think...
0: I'm sure he came to me.
1: Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> David, if you're listening, I'm sure you'll put it straight.
0: By the way, the producer just told us, speaking of collabs, that um, the Pet Shop Boys were due to do that with um, Ollie Alexander, and then they pulled out... Um, she said last minute, but she's... He, She's, you know, terrible gossip the best of the
1: time. <laughs> you not?
0: I remember when I did the raw Variety. Do you remember that? And Very
1: discreet.
0: Remember when I did the raw Variety, Rod Stewart pulled out on the day. Oh, did he? Oh, and, happened. Um, oh he had problems w- with his trousers. He, he woke up and he hadn't got a sore throat. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> good jingles, good one. That's worth your
0: yeah. jingles. Okay. Oh, and, um... Mm. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, be, I, I wonder what happened with the pet. It might be some terrible, tragic thing. So we shouldn't probably dwell on okay. it. on a, What's essentially a
2: light-hearted radio show. Okay. It might just be that they um, they put on their jeans and realised that they've, uh, they've, they've didn't fasten. Got a bit. Yeah, yeah they've got a bit of a
0: bulge from yeah. lockdowns. So I, uh, <laughs> I when thought, I was on the one fasten? show, that was my second suit. I put the first suit on and um, I couldn't. It, I couldn't fasten the trousers. Uh-oh. Tragic. So I, I've got various phases in my life where the suits are from where I was a bit bigger, and I, that's, that's my safety suits. But I like to try oh, one of the funny. slim, slim period suits just to see. Mm. But didn't work at all. <laughs> uh, just letting you know a little, little bit of uh, behind the scenes <laughs> there on the Frank Skinner show. <laughs> I know, I know you guys love a bit of that, eh? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Oh, what, yeah, I did, uh, I did a webinar this week. Lovely. Um, do you know what a webinar is? It's Lummy. an online seminar, is it not? Well, I, yes. I hadn't no. heard the term before. I've got to be oh, straight with you. Quite common. It was a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, um, Have
1: you been drinking from my cup, Al?
0: <laughs> I um, did a webinar on the subject of maths anxiety. Oh, oh. oh yeah. And uh, it's about kids who, a min- the minute maths comes up, they they panic. And mm. I I was that child as well. I, this is not me trying to sort it out late. I'm doing it on behalf of my child. But they talked about this thing I find interesting. The granny would say that is
1: you'd to sort it out. Oh,
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe. Good point. Oh God, I wish we could do a webinar on that. <laughs> anyway. Um, They talked about growth mindset and fixed mindset. So fixed mindset is I'm no good at maths. Growth mindset is I'm going to get better at maths by working hard at it. And I think we were talking about it, me and my partner. She's very fixed. Mm-hmm. in the, I can't, I'm no good at that I'm mm-hmm. no, I'm, remember I once told you, I had convinced myself if I had a fight with a lion <laughs> that I really feel I could come on top by a series of you know, underhand tactics
2: yeah. I think as long as
0: yeah. you're old, the neck so the teeth can't get at you, and getting close to the chest so the claws are slightly then you, um, you attack the, uh, the nether regions, hard you're getting sodden and hard. And I yeah. there is part of me like the belief if somebody said to me, We want we need a new opera for the Royal Opera House, <laughs> I reckon I could come up with one. I I've just got that. Wow. Is it?
1: I was about to say I'm not like that and then I realised that I once said I could easily beat you saying Bolt in the hundred meters. Exactly, exactly. I think I'm of yeah. your mindset so what does that make me? That uh, makes you
0: that
2: growth, growth mindset.
1: Oh. Which one are you, Al?
2: Um well I'm I'm quite fixed mindset but you guys aren't growth mindset you're deluded <laughs> I think is uh, oh. is the oh. problem here Listen, that's someone with a fixed <laughs> this...
0: mindset yeah. me.
1: do you know that's exactly <laughs> you don't what... think I could
0: write an opera we must have uh, all I... fantasised having a music a really good musician who you can just go to da 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 and they'll go dun, dun, and you think that? write that down write that down Jeff that's the opening <laughs> I, I think great that you're like this. Write that down, Jeff. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Print it, Jeff. Print it. <laughs> Jeff is so long suffering. I mean, if I could find a Jeff who was suitably talented slash subservient to to take that role, I could write an opera in a week. Oh, and I don't know. mean an opera. I mean an opera which would tour the world. Mm. I could be wrong. I think, um, <clears throat> I think
2: the person that came up with the fixed versus growth mindset was um, a. Professor called Dweck, D W E C K. Oh, I good think knowledge. It might, I think it might have been disputed now. I think it might not be as powerful as we once thought it was. Don't undermine my maths anxiety <laughs> webinar, Al. Let me I'm dream not. a little.
1: Or oh, maybe uh, I am. Ow. <laughs> that is such a fixed mindset thing to say. Yeah, I mean, yes. come <laughs> on, Al.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are
1: so fixed.
0: I think it's an interesting idea. I love it. I, I honestly think now I could... St- not physical things. I'm not saying I could be heavyweight champion of the world. That is ridiculous. Well, I don't
1: think I could do that. Going, maybe. I genuinely <laughs> still think I could... I would be in top three position of the hundred meters, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all right to have growth mindset when it comes to you. You're writing
0: operas. I yes. know, oh, but, but I'm not, not allowed writing, to get a bronze. Yeah, but I'm not race. I'm not doing physical things. You know, I've, I've at least come to terms with that. You're
1: fighting a lion. Oh, just get out. Get <laughs> off
2: me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go to the. Um... This is Frank Skinner.
2: Skinner. This is
0: Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio <laughs> with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's an interactive thing, you see, so your uh, your involvement makes it a richer and more vibrant experience for all of us. Mm-hmm. There you go. Fair summary, I think, of... Um, I didn't mention the 50 put in it. I thought that would have dragged it down. No. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I do, while you're there, while we're all here, <clears> I would <throat> like to take us back to last week's show, because our readers... I wish we had some music that went... Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, ..until
0: we went back, but I don't. I've got something a little bit, okay. a bit mystical and whimsical. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're back, we're last week, we're back in last week.
1: That's a lovely blast.
2: I know I'm doing the show down the line so you can't see it, but I was actually crouching down and doing that dancing where I stick my leg <laughs> out. And oh, I'd love out. to have seen that. You're doing out. the Cossacks. That. Oh, I'd that's loved, right, yeah. I'd love to doing have that. I love
1: Al doing the Cossacks. It's
2: surprising that I'm not out of breath, really. I'm not. You know what? I'll be su- I'm not surprised that you aren't. I know how fit you are.
1: I can see you there with not. a bear coming into view, and then you might have a little wrestle. Oh, yeah.
0: it used to be very much like if there was a variety show on the TV, you'd get those blokes dancing with it with their bomb six inches off the stage. Yeah, nice. what happened to those guys? Yeah, probably a lot of them danced under the toilet cubicles and were cancelled. So I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing it went for those guys.
1: <laughs>
0: Igor, you're the
1: last one. <laughs> okay. You've seen too much. Um, so we're going to return to last week's show, Frank. Yes. We? Do you back, remember... Back to last week?
0: Yeah.
2: OK.
0: Let's give me a stiff knee now. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. We should have warned you then how uh, to get the... under. About... Al's still under the coffee table.
1: What about how it's ended his entire career.
0: Yeah, I know. It served uh, him right. He knew, what he, was, he knew what he was doing.
1: I'd like to take you back to That'll Do lyrics. Do you remember that
0: phrase? Oh, yeah. Yes, towards the end of last. I mentioned that my, one of my favourite lyricists is Elvis Costello, who wrote many, many Excellent lyrics. Um, but even Homer nods. And he did write one where he was, I was seriously thinking about, he was talking about his radio getting on his nerves. I was seriously thinking about hiding the receiver when the switch broke because it's old. <laughs> and I had a friend who was also an Elvis Costello And we always, when that became, I went, oh, oh, we could have, <laughs> should have reworked that. was the thing Well, that, when Elvis must have said, oh, that'll, that'll do. Yeah. No, it'll do. Be fine. And we were talking about lyrics that um, sounded like they've just been shoved in to, to fill the gap. Yeah. And it, it, oh, I think we got a couple of good ones, and then we thought we'll save it for next week. So let's hear them.
1: Well, we've had a few. Paul Jefferson has been in touch regarding Boney M. Mm. Rara Rasputin. Yeah. They objected to. It was a shame how he carried on. It was a shame how he carried on. Yes,
0: it was though. <laughs> he was um, he was a gigolo and a heavy drinker. Um, it's like saying he's, he's a little bit naughty, Rasputin. I like that bit in um, in kung fu fighting when they say the guys as fast as lightning, but it was a little bit frightening. <laughs> yeah, and it was a yeah. moment where someone is celebrating something as a moment of honesty where their self. Appears and they say I'm going to be straight with you about this though for, yes. all, for all our admiration it was a little right
1: here <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Seedler the Seedler oh yeah who's pointed out the very disappointing uh, from Doa Deer oh yeah in The Sound of Music obviously we have my favourite I know
0: what this is going to be
1: go on is is it
0: going to be La a note to follow so yes yes
2: (laughs) it was a pity
0: if only they'd been more familiar with uh, the Liverpool accent yes they could have come up with something for La if anyone out there has got a, a one of it's in the song you get said do a deer and it's a way of remembering do ray re, me far etc. So everyone do a you must know this me a name I call myself.
1: Mm. Ray a drop of gold. But when they
0: get to la yeah. the so a needle pulling thread, mm-hmm. la a note to follow, so is something of I mean that'll do oh that'll uh, do. Uh, everyone, <laughs> that'll do, Max <laughs> Um but if anyone's got a good law other than the Liverpool thing, which I've already uh, mm. kicked out there. I, I, let's let's try and mend that, shall we? Yeah. Because yeah. it's been it's been broken long
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio We were um we were just discussing ultimate make do lyrics, as it were. I I work with
0: Boneyham, by the way. Did you? I did a gig with Boney, yeah. Very, uh, work with them all. very sort of American friendly, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah? Not real friendly, American friendly. Oh, OK. But mm-hmm. nice, uh, striking um, ladies tall. <laughs> so I remember it. That's oh, striking yeah. I remember at the end of it, I was in the green room and the Chippendales were in there. Oh, yeah. In there, remember, they used to wear like a bow tie and collar, but no shirt. I think they had yes. the coughs.
1: Oh, they always had the coughs, Frank. Tremendous
0: yeah. physiques. Uh, yeah. But they were really staring at me. And I was thinking, how am I going to get out of it? They were really. And I thought, why are they? What? And then I realized I was standing next to the mirror. And they were <laughs> literally <laughs> just kept looking across at themselves. God uh, bless them. And then years later, I. I was following them in uh, in not in the street but in Edinburgh <laughs> I was in the show after I was on after and oh, one of yeah. them left his shoe behind because they get completely naked at the end of the act I was astonished no coughs, Probably. no collars yeah and one of them left a shoe and I got the uh, one of my crew to to run uh, up the road after them and and return the shoe I didn't want them to be worrying about it Mm. And apparently, they were quite, uh, didn't say thank you or anything. So, that's them written off. That's a shame. Dale's. chip on shoulders. That's That's what I call them. (laughs) Anyway, we were saying Chippy Males. Chippy Males, males. exactly. Spot on. Spot on, Um, (laughs) Cochrane.
2: Thank you. Uh, I'd like to return to last week when we were doing our uh, That'll Do lyrics. Mm. One of the ones that we, we had in. Uh, as a late top contender and agreed to return to this. Um, 342 texted, the ultimate make-do lyric, of course. Somebody eating crisps there?
1: No, no. No.
2: I was actually (laughs) wiping
0: my hands because I'd been eating crisps.
2: Sure, boss, sure. The ultimate make-do lyric, of course, is the movement you need is in your shoulder from Hey Jude... It was just a marker until Paul thought of something better, but in the end, they just went for it.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Where does, where does that bit? Movement you need it is it. in your
2: shoulder. Oh, no, that's exactly not that. good, is it? Do you not like that? I mean, part. that's from the... People um, talk about it here, Jude, because there's a lot of na-na-na-na-na-na, but... Mm. Is that from need- the
0: Long John oh. Silver book of parrot rearing? <laughs> the movement you need is in your shoulder. LJ Silver would be the if it was a quote that you had on the uh, thing Mm. well of course there's one that my uh,
2: my um, my eight year old I can hear Lucky Um, Al say hello I think, it, I think that's my dog barking, everyone. No, it, I, yeah, I, 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 I heard it, yeah. Mm. Yeah, she um, doesn't often, but she's having a Are you being burg? Should you go and have a look see if you're being burg? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. I think it'll probably be some kind of bird life in the garden that she's uh, angry at.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: She's got anger issues down there.
0: Sorry to hear that. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, my son, I've mentioned before, is mad about Alice Cooper. That is his current obsession. And um, he even draws like Alice Cooper eyes on his hand and stuff. Anyway, well, he was on about the line in. Um,
1: well, I told you, he said to me recently. When we went for out. a walk, Frank. He said, You know, Alice Cooper's had the jab. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he. i told you this. He said to
0: me, He'd like to phone up Alice Cooper <gasps> and say, What about <laughs> Pinnacence? <laughs> because you know the bit in skulls out where he says we ain't got no innocence, we can't even think of a word that rhymes <laughs> and I said, "Pinnacence isn't a word, he said, oh, he doesn't say it has to be a proper word <laughs> <laughs> and I said, imagine Alice Cooper who, who, how did you get my number not pinnacence. what do you mean pinnacence? who is this Big would be a great moment so, but that, we can't even think of a word that rhymes, that's not good enough is it, come on Alice Pull your slightly blackened finger out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've had we've had a few uh, Lars, which
0: are suggestions? Oh yeah, that would have improved and note to follow. So,
1: can I tell you what I like? Mm? Big fan of uh, his work is Peter Cunningham. La a posh bloke telling fibs.
2: <laughs> Come on, that's good. Terrible la.
1: Isn't that brilliant?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: really good.
1: Peter Cunningham.
0: Yeah, why? See if you'd have been in the Rogers and of Hammerstein <laughs> office, <laughs> should have been Rogers and Cunningham. Yeah, exactly. Come on, that would have uh, that would have been great. If that was better. It's actually better. I mean, I don't know if people would know what a posh bloke was. And then isn't?
1: Paul Lewis has Law a Scouser's Bezzy mate. Yeah. But at least it's descriptive. Yeah, you know. No, it's
0: good. It's good and it it scans beautifully.
1: Yeah, we've had some we've had um, some lovely. And I like one. them
0: added Bessie as well. <laughs> if we're gonna go colloquial, let's hit the hit the scene in with it. And Keith
1: Newman well, has put po- sorry Al, just to to round up the Lars, uh has said his doesn't scan. I I love the idea, but we just need to, it needs a bit of work. He's got la a Teletubby that's not Poe.
2: Well, oh. yeah.
1: it's 199
2: there. has also suggested La, who is good mates with Poe, which I think oh, scans...
0: They've gone so it's their... the one called La, then, one of the... Yes. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Is it
1: la though? Oh, I think it might be La-la. I, th- I think, I think Cunningham's on. in first place at the moment. OK, yeah. I like yeah, think I
2: agree. we're on first vowel terms with la <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe you're right.
0: Um... Oh, was it, if, if, if they went to um, a public school, it would be their surname that people called <laughs> yes. La. It was probably La Minor and La Major, if La La's brother Indeed. was there as well. <laughs> I don't know if they went to public school, the uh, Teletubbies wouldn't be
2: surprised.
0: Uh, in those yeah. days, it was a way in, was it was a foot
2: in the door. BBC. It was, yeah, yeah. To, to the TV industry. Mm, it <laughs> yeah. was, there's no getting round We've had some Alice Cooper... Sorry, Al. 396 has suggested a fill-in lyric is in True by Spandau Ballet, which apparently has the line, why do I find it hard to write the next line?
1: Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> well, I'm afraid, while we're on the subject of Spandau Ballet, mm. we've had a few in regarding them, because uh, in the same song, In True... We've had Helen in Hertfordshire point out. I bought a ticket to the world, but now I've come back again. Can you expand on that trip,
0: please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I remember uh, I, I knew a woman back in uh, in Stourbridge when I lived there, mm. and apparently um, she had said her and her husband <clears throat> were going to go on a around a, a, a world a uh, world cruise, mm. and uh, they said to the daughter, We're going to go on a world cruise. You want to come with us? And she said, well, Can we go somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's. <laughs> das is uh, das, das.
1: Oh, well, sorry. I've just got one more span about it. I've just thought of myself, right? Oh, yeah. At the beginning of Gold, mm. I mean, absolute banger, that song. I'm sure we'll all agree. Yeah. Do
0: you remember when Christian O'Connell on this very station agreed to play every time Great Britain got a gold and then that year we got about 28 golds? (laughs) driving people absolutely insane.
1: Well, the first few lines of that are... He says, thank you for coming home. He says, and Tony says, um, sorry that the chairs are all worn. I left them here, I could have sworn. (laughs) Well, are they missing or threadbare? Yeah. Make your mind up. That is... He should have said gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, again, it's nice, isn't it, mending these, mending these things because they've been left, and we can go back and just give them a <laughs> bit, a bit light reupholstery.
2: Yeah. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to bring some breaking news to your attention. Um, uh, it's food news, which I think we're all we're all um, interested in. Jaffa Cakes are releasing a Jaffa Cake version of a donut, Ooh. and they're calling it Jaffa Nuts. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm not happy with that.
1: <laughs> Already the weariness, Al. No, the weariness of the man.
0: These people who are paid to come <laughs> up <laughs> no. with no. the brand names couldn't
2: do any better than Jaffa Donuts. It's just. I mean, not... they couldn't. They couldn't use this, but I, it did occur to me that by making it a donut, they're actually stealing a bit of the middle, aren't they? So well, they I could think you called them half a cakes. Oh, like oh, but oh but nice.
1: But that I would be think... just
2: too much of an own goal. They'd be admitting to. Uh, the well, they just level. call it Jake. Uh, yeah? yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> it's gone a bit Bill Qualey? <laughs>
1: no, it's gone good. a bit Bill
0: Qualey. I was thinking Jaffo cakes, and <laughs> the O the, yeah. would be the O. You know, it would be the actual chocolate O of the, the Dan. Also, it sounds good. like one
1: of your West Brom mates as well. Jaffo okay. Yeah, they've often got an O on the end of their name. When probably probably some, one of our this. Irish
0: listeners probably went to school with
2: someone called Jaffa Cake. <laughs> <Jaffa. Okay. laughs> Almost certainly. When, when supermarkets do their own brand of Jaffa cakes, have any of them called it Jaffa Fix? Uh,
0: oh, oh, man, this
2: is—we are absolutely
0: rocking now.
1: <laughs> if that they had a work. Jaffa Cake tribute band, that would be a <laughs> great name for them, wouldn't it?
0: Do you remember? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see that happening. <laughs> there, was a band called, there was a band called Orange Juice, or something. <laughs> it could could be something involved with that. Jaffa fakes. Do you remember what um, and Lineker? I do. Oh, yeah. when, when Walkers had, and they had cheese and Owen. Yeah. So they yeah. use footballers. I think David Seaman's still waiting by the phone.
1: Oh come on, Frank!
0: But That's really. You not could, if they could have got this time of day, if they could have got an endorsement with Rafa Benitez. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been raffer cakes. I mean, come, imagine his big smiley face. With a, a, he, They could have got him to wear one like those life things they throw overboard if you fall off a ship. A big one of those with him grinning inside his big Spanish smile. Oh, lovely. Oh, I think I'll have me a raffer cake. All <laughs> his players, the players actually playing for him at the time... As a joke, call them gaffer cakes. Oh. oh, that's good. We've got to stop this now. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Sometimes songs get um, tampered with, and it's mm. fine. Like the Robin yeah. Hood theme is used by one of the adverts that we play. You know, the old Robin Hood, Robin Hood. I'm fine with it, it seems to work. But this was such a song I thought was such a cool song. To become crumb believable.
1: Everybody, chicken satay. Oh, no, yes, you're joking. Yes, took
0: the cash. Oh, oh
2: wow. Come on. Oh, I have to sauce. say it's <laughs> right. I to say back. It's right. I'm, I'm now slightly hungry for chicken satay. I'd like to have heard Elton John go,
0: satay, <laughs> satay, 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 satay.
1: Um, um, you will, Oscar, you will. I,
0: yeah, try- I don't know. I, I think he's, he doesn't need the money, does he, EJ?
1: Okay. I know, but he's, he spends a lot, these types spend a lot He does, he's quite time.
0: spendy. He's
1: a, yeah. <laughs> he's a fast he's living a type
0: It's like two million yeah. quid on flowers, wasn't it? Two thing. million quid on blue
1: paper um, Ultra Mug is the type that have black loo paper That's what the real oh, ones right, have yeah.
0: Oh, I don't like that oh, No, no one's either. asking you No, black toilet black
1: paper. paper Simon Cowell has I it I mean, how do you know? Oh, exactly, Frank. So oh, let's
2: clean things up. I've got some breaking news, oh, yeah? and, um, and this is actually uh, a big reveal in the article about the Jaffa cake donuts. Um, apparently, the chocolate bit of the Jaffa cake is the bottom of the cake, not as popular people would think. What is a popular thought would be the top of the cake would be the, Take you know, the chocolate bit. That back. <laughs> That Honestly.
0: Is, and I The thing is that when I eat a Jaffa cake, I um, which I don't do that often, I'll be straight with you, but I did win my youth. That's fair. Nice. I remember that a, treat, Do you know it? that
1: took open courage to admit that? It did. But the sponge, I used the
0: sponge as a sort of a plate <laughs> because once yeah. you break the chocolate on the top, you don't want shards of chocolate falling onto the floor from the broken chocolate. If you eat it upside down, it'll be like when a skylight implodes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be chocolate dropping in. I Similar. Weely-nilly. They I, I can understand that they make it like that. There's a, a reservoir of chocolate that they, they float along like they, they little... dunk uh, it in, as it, yeah, the yeah. Thing like that, the Cockleshell Heroes.
1: Well, they've described it. A spokesperson for McVitie's...
2: Oh. Easy job. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah, talking about biscuits all day—it's way easier than writing. Can jokes you imagine and them being it. really serious, though? Al
1: <laughs> saying hello. Uh, yeah, could uh, Gareth Dickinson give me a call back? Re hobnobs. I mean, yeah. can you imagine? And I'll he just looks those. at his
2: piece of paper that just says stuff, like crumbly and delicious, and then he phones him back. It's a doddle, isn't it? Yeah. Hyper. <laughs> it's It's been done, but
0: that's in the notebook. Yeah. Well.
1: Uh, I bet the they spokes- get a lot of
0: free stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're the spokesperson for McVitie's and you say, I'm having a kid's party, you're going to get a big yeah. crate come round are you, are you JC's. St- <laughs> Jaffos. You Jaffo. It, Jaffo. They've all cakes? pulled
1: a cord. I mean, it'd be oh, tough yeah. not to.
0: No, I think you... Um, I, I think you... Uh, after a bit you go mad at first and then you learn a little uh, restraint, I think. Well
1: it's yeah. good that insight into working for McVitie's <laughs> yeah. Frank skin who's never set foot in there.
0: Maybe um, they should have had um, they should have had hat shaped biscuits <laughs> and called them Jaff the Hat McVitie. Which oh, was the gross. guy who, uh, who the the, the crays I think <laughs> finally got arrested. In fact I actually interviewed yeah. Charlie Cray, who was done for disposing of uh,
1: yeah, I'm not, I'm not like sure see, whether it you would be appropriate for the brand. <laughs> well, they don't, well, they don't
0: have to go, <laughs> to have in. the have to go into <laughs> all that on the packaging. They can just, you know, those who get it, get it, and those who don't, you know, uh, uh, can eat in, um, in oblivion.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio <laughs> with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8 12 15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
1: Ultra Magnus. Mm. I do like to kick off a link with him because he's, uh, he's one of our regulars. Isn't We've it? been talking about Jaffa Cakes. They're not Jaffa Cakes. What are they called, Al?
2: Oh, uh, Jaffa Jonuts. No. Jaffa. Jaff O'Cakes is okay. what they should be called.
1: Ultra Magnus has said, while you're on the subject of pun foods, mm. I'd like to know if there's an ice cream man who's calling himself the Wolf of Walls Treats. If oh, not, there's a gap in the market well, I there. I
0: hope so. And can you imagine how many um, locksmiths at the moment are doing I'm a key worker <laughs> jokes? Yes. Ah. <sighs> Well, Lucky them for having such an opportunity. <laughs>
1: yeah, fair play. While we're on the subject of uh, the, the punning food, we were discussing the Jaffa Joe Nut. I had not left a. Pon, you... Not a
0: pun, really, is it? No. Just no. poor. <laughs> Very poor.
1: I'd referred to a spokesperson from McVitie's. If
0: they'd have had. Uh, if they'd made them the, the Jaffa wheel, mm-hmm. then they could have had a spokesperson. Oh, yeah that's good because yeah. of
1: mmm Bill quietly um, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> from McVitie's you were talking about the chocolate boys and where it was placed mm. not this time on the top but on the bottom
0: I think they I think they sail along a little river of chocolate and gather it up
2: sounds great well, can Excellent.
1: I say the McVitie spokesperson described it thus this Someone has a text going off. Oh, Please, yeah. Frank Skinner? That? I think it'll be Frank. It's not me. It's not me. Alan Cockburn. I haven't
0: had a text since uh, 2008.
1: <laughs> you oh, have? Goodness. You get Who Alerts.
0: Oh, Who Alerts. They're not texts, though, as sort.
1: You got something about Terry Nation once. I saw it on your Nokia. Well, you know. <laughs> anyway, the McVitie spokesperson... Terry. This is becoming like Kubla Khan trying to finish it. smokes <laughs> spokesperson. I really want to know. He's been
0: talking for two links. He said nothing. I know how that feels. <laughs> tell me about it. That I'll, me, won't I, show I, up. I, I'll lead you into it, Emily. What did the um, McVitie's spokesperson have to say about these shenanigans?
1: <laughs> he or she? Hmm. I said person. Said you did. This essentially enrobes Ooh. the bottom in chocolate. Ooh. They said it enrobes the bottom in chocolate. Uh, so we can... A kind con- of
2: sleazy <laughs> vibe. <laughs>
0: enrobes, exactly. It's a bit... i tell you what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking Alfred Molina in Boogie Night. <laughs> yes. In that dressing yeah. gown, that robe, setting off um, firecrackers. I got the right film, haven't I?
1: It's very, yeah,
0: great scene.
1: It's very the enrobed chocolate.
0: Oh, I don't want an enrobed chocolate.
1: <laughs> it's very. It's a little bit Playboy en-robed
0: mansion. Enrobed to me is dressing gown, but definitely <laughs> not straight from the shower. <laughs> Oh. No. Enrobed to me is shower pending. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I, I do not want that in a biscuit. Is it a biscuit <laughs> or a cake? I don't know if that's ever. Remember, oh, there was, it was a, a long, cake. It's that the whole point. tedious. It was a court case or something. I think it was. Apparently, it was a, a tax thing. If you could
1: prove BSA, it was one or the other. Oh, you don't want to get sucked into that. I
0: mean, I've paid a great deal of tax VAT over the years, and it's good to know that it's ra- rationalised in such a balanced and sensible way. As people are talking about whether it's a biscuit or a cake. Uh,
1: oversharing radio. Oh, sorry,
0: everyone. I thought we <laughs> were brag. I, I thought the music was on, I and paid I paid was... a
1: great deal of tax over there. Look at it. Look the at breakfast it. Breakfast radio
0: show fan. I think I. Find, I think the M3 is one of mine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Thanks, Thanks, Gina. Gina.
2: On absolute radio. We're sometimes, we, um sorry. Sometimes, sometimes we when sometimes we touch. Come on, everybody. The, the
0: honesty, honesty is, is too
2: much. much.
0: Mm. I had a really um, some... big urge to sing that to a doctor once during what I thought was a rather too detailed medical.
1: Oh. I know, you told me that makes me sick. Yeah, it made me sick as well. <laughs>
2: did it it did it made you cough a bit um, oh, anyway. oh no no uh, sometimes we get texts to the show that I just admire the brevity like how direct it is we were talking about Jaffa Cakes moments ago Jaffa Cake cake or biscuit uh, that sort of thing mm. uh, 019 has texted biscuits go soft cakes go hard love the show normally I don't read praise but it felt like it just completed the sentence mm. It's good Yeah, stuff. That's, it's interesting. Do they have Apparently a, that's the thing. Do they have blood Jaffa cakes?
1: No, but as M&K <laughs> have pointed out, <laughs> they do have cherry Jaffa cakes. No, but
0: if you get a blood orange, I don't see why you can't have a uh, blood Jaffa cake. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm not sure... Wouldn't that be a nice little thing, a bit of red in the... Uh...
1: Oh, no, that would be horrible. OK. Um, M&K <laughs> has Valentine's said, maybe. have yeah. you tried cherry jaffa cakes, pure decadence? Can you know, can no. say... I mean, are they maraschino cherries? That Ooh. really doesn't appeal to me. What about when I... So remember I saw an me.
0: expert... <laughs> <laughs> I was around a friend's house and he looked up the contents of Glace Cherries and it said something like 67% cherry <laughs> and then we all said so, get, you get your notebook out, we'll see if
2: we can work out what the hell else is in there so, Quite a yeah. lot of different names for sugar
1: they, You don't really get that in the cocktail as much as one used to in our day I'll tell no. you an interesting Jaffa Cake so, fact mm. um, in
0: Japan I think Japan, mm. they have uh, green tea, Jaffa Cakes.
2: No. So the yeah. jelly
0: is, uh, is green tea flavour, yeah? You heard it, it here horrible. first. horrible. Oh, well, I don't know, I quite like it in itself, done a bit of yoga. Well, I was brought... Sit down with a green tea Jaffa cake.
1: I was once brought, I think it might have been Jimmy Carter on a trip, I was brought some uh, kit, d- differently flavoured Kit Kats from Japan. Mm. I think he brought me home uh, the, uh, a green tea Kit
0: card. Oh, there you go. It's obviously very popular there. One of my great shocks was going to a McDonald's in Korea. Not a McDonald's, sorry. I'm talking now about the, the queen of the, the junk foods, the KFC. I yeah. went to KFC and the batter was different. You know that... The thing, the whole idea with the batter is that there's three main ingredients that are kept separately in Louisville, Kentucky, and no one knows what they're all... And it's a real big do- hoo-ha Ooh. about it. It was different. It was um, all different All right, chicken texture. man.
2: OK, just helping you out. If yeah, you're on to Korea... You take your KFC as seriously as Emily takes cherries. I do.
0: <laughs> Forewarned is forearmed for any... when the day, Happy days when you can go back to Korea and you, you stroll into a KFC... Maybe not quite what you expect. Okay. I'd like to say that, but at the end was a bit policeman. Mm. Maybe we'll see.
2: We'll see, shall we? This is Frank Skinner.
0: This is Absolute Radio. Um,
2: Mm. We've had a text in from Ian Angle, regular correspondent, 740. Uh, They do lots of various chocolates in the East. You must have heard of those Chinese whispers. (laughs) Oh, very
1: fine. I can breathe out now. I felt a bit nervous then. (laughs) Um, Jeff Featherstone, oh, he sounds my type of man. Yeah. Uh, Re-Alice Cooper, my daughter had two guinea pigs, Olga and Alice. Olga was named after a guinea pig in a book, but Alice was because we couldn't think of anything that rhymed with Olga. Hence, Alice Cooper we can't think of a word that rhymes. Oh
0: wow, that's very fine work. Lovely work, Jeff. Of course, my strange experience with Alice Cooper is I interviewed him on my um, long defunct chat show, and um, interesting in way of the, describing it. Oh, I
1: mean, honestly, yeah. in the
0: midst of the interview, I experienced what the ancient Greeks used to call agape, and I felt utter love for him but I mean a pure love for those of you who believe in this sort of thing, it's they some say some pontificate as we say in the Catholic Church that um, that is how we shall all feel for each other in the afterlife Oh, yeah. You pays you your money, <laughs> It takes your choice. But uh, but anyway, wherever it is, I felt this, and I not like I was a big fan of it or anything. Really, I don't know what it was, but I felt genuine human connection with him for about a minute and a half, and I couldn't tell him lest he should become embarrassed. Mm, you don't yeah. want to be blushing in that makeup. No. And no, um, that's what you said to me a few times. And uh, you'd look like Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was very weird. Because I've had, I've had, I had it with you. I remember once, and we were in a cafe, and you, you went did. across the road to get something. As you walked back, I felt tremendous. But I mean, not lo- love in a, the purest form. And I understood it with you. We're all friends, but Alice
1: mm. Cooper. Yeah. yeah, what you talk about, Willis? Lewis Elliot Davis mm. has got in touch. Regardless- Does he make Those little
0: lights that you get in. Uh, <laughs> things led <laughs> lovely
1: he says uh, regarding schools out when performing live alice cooper often replaces the word innocence with the word intelligence oh it does oh. work better when followed by we can't even think of a word that rhymes yeah of course so well how does it go then the lyric um I'm all over Well, it's all shot. we ain't got,
0: no, and it's all the things we haven't got. Yeah. Then we ain't got no innocence. We can't even think of our word. the mm-hmm. is what he says. Thank oh, yeah. Okay. okay, we ain't got no intelligence, though. Seems very self aware for these ebullient children.
1: It's all gone a bit Pink Floyd <laughs> the Wall. Oh, what's yeah. <laughs> that, Hey, <laughs> Provost, leave those kids alone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Oh, I oh! You know, sometimes I just remember that, and it makes me laugh. I often can't get the word though. I say purser. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> I hate it when you know when someone retells one of your jokes, and they they undercut, they get something slightly wrong that you've carefully crafted. I don't want to be that guy.
1: <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Did either of you see this survey this week which listed the definitive 40 signs of being posh? Oh, yes.
0: Some um, surprising.
1: Well, one thing it also said, it said 81% of people said having money doesn't make you posh. No, God knows.
0: God knows I've tried.
1: (laughs) Forty-eight percent of people said they knew someone who they would consider properly posh. Okay. Now, yes. you definitely know someone posh, Frank, because the poshest person I've ever heard of was that doctor you met once.
0: Oh yes. Who said of
1: his handwriting?
0: He said, um, "Well, yes, when we when oh. I did handwriting at school, I rather tried." And he also <laughs> said I was taught by traitor Blunt's brother. <laughs> So it is, yeah, no one. And, and Emily, I know you have at your fingertips one of the the most neat classifications of the difference between the working class and the, the posh. And it's from 7-Up, which in case you don't know, is a regular documentary series that looks at kids as they've grown up every seven years, it looks at them. Mm. And they deliberately chose some working class Kids and some very proper posh Mm. kids,
1: and they had they interviewed. I don't know if anyone remembers Tony, the uh, who went on to become a taxi driver. He became. Did he want to be a jockey? Was he? Yeah, Yeah. he said, "I want to be a jockey." And they asked him, the interviewer, the very nineteen sixties earnest BBC interviewer said, "And and what do you make of uh, private school children?" And he said, Tony responded, "The poshians. You just have to touch (laughs) them."
0: And there you have the difference. The portions, you just have to touch them. There you go. Yeah.
1: So this survey had a list of things. On this list were things, I don't know if you saw this, but a gilet, a coat mm-hmm. of arms. Don't have either of those. I yeah. failed this test. A gilet,
0: of course, is the very opposite of a coat of arms. <laughs> yes,
2: very I
1: don't good. have a coat of arms. I have a coat of Armani, uh, but that's it. Very good. Uh, Arga. Don't have that. You have that, Frank. I
0: don't have an arger. Have you got an arger?
1: Yeah. All right, don't get defensive. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just just have to touch it. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm trying to think of it. If it's the one somewhere <laughs> yeah. I haven't noticed, no, we don't have an auger. Uh
1: What were the other things? Wine cellar?
0: I'll tell you what I do have. It's,
1: You've uh, got a cellar, out. One of the things
0: that, that they minute. said was um, bookshelves full of books was one of the signs of the posh. I'm posh. Yeah, that, I'm posh. I got books. I'm worried. I'm yeah, worried that books.
1: people say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I saw yeah. a thing on that eBay. That makes lots of pubs posh. <laughs> well, it's. Ex- I do I, find houses
1: me, without books a bit strange.
0: Yeah, but let me tell you something. I was I was on eBay, mm. and I found. Uh, I'm going to put this on uh, on our social media. Y- you could buy book. I've bought a great many books on eBay, but this was a set of five green books. <laughs> <laughs> to match the interiors. And it says decorative environment. Decorative hardback <laughs> antique vintage books. And you buy them. It doesn't say what their titles are or anything. You just buy That's them bad. for their colors. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to put it on our um, because I, that was a, one of those "What's gone wrong with the world?" moments.
1: You buy books for the, <laughs> the spine, the spine shade for de-
0: decorative hardbacks. They call.
1: Mm.
0: Oh no! Oh, I, I tell you something. Do you think that if you, do you think you can spot posh people without hearing them speak? Absolutely. I'll tell you what, Sometimes. I'm interested... Well, <laughs>
1: First giveaway, red trousers. All this <laughs> a generalised... <laughs> yeah,
0: unless you're a and q Or, B&Q.
1: <laughs> but or as- the circus. As a general...
0: <laughs> as a generalisation, I think there are more blonde, posh people... Mm. Than blonde oh, non posh people. Yeah. there must be some sort of I don't right. know if if the blondes invested in a lot of Scandinavian um, <laughs> partners, but you know, there's something going on there. So blondness is is my first my first port of call <laughs> when I'm assessing someone on these grounds. <laughs>
2: We were discussing the poshness list. Um, there's a few things on there that I actually think aren't quite so posh. So apparently, using people's surnames is one. And I didn't go to a posh school, but people seem to call me Cochrane a lot. I don't know why. They would really emphasise it again and again at yeah. school. Um, I and I don't know. think that's that posh.
0: But I think you didn't. You make an attempt to uh, adopt a sort of Madonna. Persona where you only used one name for some, <laughs> <bit> like Prince. I <laughs> seem to remember you telling me that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that,
0: that would have been it. I mean, Cochrane would actually be a good name for, uh, you know, the sort of person who collaborates with someone on the Brits if it was just, that was just their one name.
1: Yes.
2: Just me and them, MC, what's his name? Cochrane. Yeah. And well, yeah. MC Mingle.
1: Well, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. He
2: might be a bit out of your league at the moment, Cochrane.
1: The late uh, right. Johnny Cochran, lawyer of uh, O.J. Simpson, oh, was to yeah. as yeah. Cochran regularly. Yeah. Uh, they also had on this list, do you laugh very loudly and call everyone darling? Yes, of course. Yeah. But yeah. that just essentially makes me Christopher Biggins. That doesn't make me posh. I don't think
0: laughing loudly <laughs> is a posh thing, is it? <laughs> if it is, that would explain, explain a lot of my gigs.
1: It's on- <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, I'll tell you what's a good one, that uh, posh people don't, he- and I don't know quite what age it happens, mm. where mummy and daddy become mum and dad. Yeah. And posh right, people, uh, don't d- no, Prince, Charles, uh, Prince Charles, that's a, ra- a running gag when he says, um, I was speaking to um, Her Majesty the Queen, mummy. Yeah. I've seen him do it about four times. <laughs> he knows, What's he, really he knows. Has he got material? Yeah, that's his material.
1: material. That is his material. Well, I that's had, funny. there was a girl I worked with at InStyle who was probably in the top five poshest people I'd ever met. And you know how you'd sometimes, you'd go on holiday and people in offices bring back, just so you two are aware of this, bring back sweets as a gift. Like, oh, I've oh, been yeah. away. No, I, I knew that. that. Okay. So I didn't think it would happen in the fashion industry. No, no. no. Well, she, or oh, Tic Tacs, maybe. <laughs> but she came back I off. I some
0: it. tissues. We can all we can all eat those at lunch. Some
1: smints, diet, <laughs> and, uh, she returned from holiday and she and she had a sort of wicker basket and said, "I've brought some apples from Mummy's orchard." Oh wow, <laughs>
0: that's great! That's great. I used to call my mum and dad when I got older, Ma and Pa. I love that. Yeah. Which I think I got partly from Superman comics with Mar and Pa Kent who found, him, found his little Rocky but also um, in, uh, in uh, Bonanza they mm. used to call their dad Pa, I remember Horse Cartwright mm. Hoss informally uh, once said G Willikers Pa um, and everyone was saying it at school the next day So, um, yeah, I don't know where Ma and Pa fits in the the class thing. Mm. There's a lot of it about if you had your own wine cellar of course, yes. Now if me, my dad and my two brothers had had <laughs> our own wine cellar, we would have been found dead in it. Goodness <laughs> so me. So maybe that's the G- big Remix. difference.
1: <laughs> what a lovely <laughs> note to end the show. Yes.
0: <laughs> and uh, anyway, thanks so much for listening this week. My brand new poetry podcast begins on Wednesday. It'll be available then. Have a listen to that. Go on. And you know what? If The good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.